0: Trust the process and trust who you have guiding you. Something I appreciate so much is you're coming from a place of personal experience with Hashimoto's. And then you're taking all of this clinical expertise and those worlds are meshing, for lack of better words. So if you are feeling scared, you are feeling hesitant, dig deep and just go for it. You will not regret it. What's
1: up, lovely ladies? Dr. Emily Kybert here with Thyroid Strong Podcast. I am a chiropractor, a mama to Elvis in Brooklyn, and I have Hashimoto's, but it's currently in remission. On this podcast, I share simple, actionable steps with a little bit of tough love on how to lose that stubborn weight, get your energy and your life back, and finally learn how to work out without burning out, living with Hashimoto's. We have on a very special guest today on Thyroid Strong Podcast. Emily Ray McCollum joins us. She is an Iowa native, born and raised in Eastern Iowa. She earned her bachelor's degree in psychology from Arizona State University and began social work career in Arizona. In 2017, she took the leap of faith and joined the world of oncology, supporting patients as a patient navigator in a hospital cancer center. Her and her husband reside in rural Northwest Iowa, with her dog and cat and in her free time she enjoys time with family and friends reading working out and walking her dogs she is one of the original ogs of thyroid strong and stay strong the membership after thyroid strong and she says this in the podcast and i love it and it makes my heart so full and it wasn't prompted She says, Dr. Emily Kuyper's program changed my life, and I am forever grateful. I think her story is super interesting because she saw an endocrinologist. She didn't love that doctor, and she went with her gut. She kept hunting and searching for one that felt like they were a partner in her health. She was running, and she felt really burnt out, so she switched over to a thyroid strong-based workout, a kettlebell-based workout, and she got her energy back. She had energy for work for her workouts, and that doesn't mean she never returned to running. She still runs 5Ks and 10Ks to this very day. So enjoy this interview. She has a high-stress job, and for those of us that are like, how do I ever get my workout in? This woman does it, and if she can find a way, I know you can too. Emily McCollum, welcome to Thyroid Strong Podcast. I'm super excited to have you on. You are probably one of the you know, older OG thyroid strong ladies, and you are in the medical field, which is always cool to have women who are in the medical world lifting and addressing thyroid issues. So welcome to Thyroid Strong. So
0: wonderful to have you here. Oh my goodness, it's so wonderful to be here. So thank you for having me on. Can you share a little bit of your journey
1: of finding out your diagnosis? Because everyone comes to their diagnosis differently. Some have a very long path and some get diagnosed right away. Can you share how you were diagnosed?
0: Sure. So I was originally or first diagnosed back in December of 2018. There were a couple of things that were going on. Simultaneously, I had been referred to my PCP by my dentist to find out some underlying issues with my teeth. So, she blood work led to an ultrasound, led to a biopsy because I had multiple nodules in my thyroid. At that same time, I was noticing some changes in myself. I had started to put on some weight. I was fatigued. I was not able to make it through a 30, 40 minute workout. I think something that we are all probably guilty of, I told myself, oh, it's because I get up early. Oh, it's I have an emotionally taxing job. All of these things that I just kind of wrote off. So those things are happening about the same time. So my diagnosis came in December of 2018. My antibodies were off the chart. And then again, I had those nodules in my thyroid.
1: It's interesting just to like piecemeal this out, is like your dentist picked up something. Like that, I feel, is unheard of. And then your dentist referred you. That is quite an amazing dentist.
0: (laughs) Yes, I will be forever grateful for him. He knew that there were some things that needed to be addressed. He didn't want to address them until he knew the root cause because he didn't want to fix them. And then have, you know, over time, the same thing happen. So yes, forever grateful for my dentist. And he literally just calpated the front of your neck and he's, oh, I noticed some. No, I was having erosion in my teeth. I don't know if that's the correct terminology. So he sent me to my PCP and sure enough, it was acid reflux that led to the thyroid. No, she didn't examine my thyroid and yeah, the rest of history.
1: Which I think is a testament to you, to listening to your intuition and really, if someone doesn't resonate first, to keep hunting.
0: Absolutely. So I was diagnosed in December of 2018. I live in small rural Iowa. It was February of 2019 when I was scheduled to see an endocrinologist for the first time. That appointment did not go well. I feel like I'm very in tune to my body and things just weren't. However, my labs were normal. So despite my elevated antibodies, the nodules, all of the symptoms I was experiencing, that endocrinologist wasn't going to do anything. So I left there. Feeling pretty defeated. And it was a very short appointment. So I really felt like my concerns were just written off. So I did some advocating for myself and was able to get in with a different endocrinologist. That appointment didn't come until August of 2019. So I had to wait about six months before I was able to see the second endocrinologist,
1: which is a long time. It is a long time.
0: Yes. Yes. It is a long time. Again, rural Iowa, limited resources. The endocrinologist that I see is about an hour and a half from where I live. So distance time. That's dedication. <laughs> that yes. is like
1: total, utter dedication to you. I love it.
0: So I find, I'm seen by the second endocrinologist in August of 2019, and it was a total opposite experience from that first experience. He listened to me. He educated me on Hashimoto's and the various symptoms explained the labs to me. Although my normal thyroid levels were within normal range, he started me on meds. And from that point on, he has adjusted them as needed based on how I'm feeling. His team is very responsive. If I send a note saying, Hey, I've noticed this has been going on, they take it seriously, they listen, and they'll adjust things accordingly. So, That was a game changer for me. Again, that was August of 2019.
1: Huge, because I think a lot of women, their their thyroid hormones will fluctuate and they won't feel like themselves. And sometimes the doctor will say, just keep at it. Just keep on the meds. Whereas maybe a different doctor, and I think it's important for women to know that there are endocrinologists who do work as a team who you're like, oh, I don't feel right or something feels off or I'm extra tired. Or I just had a patient say she gained 40 pounds in two months because her meds were off, that you do have a provider that works with you, that is willing to adjust your
0: medication. And those endocrinologists are out there. They are. Yeah. So find them. Don't give up because you're right. They do exist. It might take some work. It might take some time. It might take some distance, but they exist.
1: Yeah. And then when did you find Thyroid Strong?
0: So I found Dr. Emily in February of 2020. I was determined to figure out a way that I could work out without complete and utter exhaustion. I knew it had to be out there because going back prior to my diagnosis, prior to whenever this first came about, I was super active. I worked out six or seven days a week. I could complete 30 to 60 minute workouts with no problem. So I just started doing some research on the good old internet and I followed quite a few different people at the time. And there's something about you and the information and the vibe that you put out there. It just worked for me. So I found you in February 2020. And then I pulled the trigger on Thyroid Strong in April of 2020.
1: Perfect pandemic time. Best decision of
0: my life. Yes. (laughs) Home kettlebell workouts when kettlebells are challenging to find. (laughs) Yes. Gosh. And yes, it was. We're just in the beginning of a pandemic. I work at a hospital, so I didn't know what work was going to look like. The idea of spending money made me worried, but something in me just said, just do it. Mm. And I'm so glad I did. Best decision of my life.
1: So when you were working out six to seven days a week, which is a lot for anyone, really, what were your workouts looking like? Was it more cardio
0: based? Was it high intensity interval training? a combination of all of that. I followed various trainer-led programs that combined strength training, hit cardio, you name it. And then I also loved to run. So I was running a couple of days a week during that time as well. So I did some strength training, but it was not to the extent of what I'm able to lift now and thyroid strong and stay strong. And you're still
1: running. I see, I follow you on Facebook. I see the races like That you do. I'm like, oh, she's still running.
0: Yes. I slowly started adding in a day of running. And hear me say, I'm slow. I've always been slow. So that is nothing new, but it fills my cup. And as I have started to feel better, I will add in a day of jogging.
1: Have you noticed a difference? Because sometimes when we're really cardio heavy, like I was used to train for half marathons and triathlons. I would get these aches and pains that would come up all the time. And now that I do more resistance training, I find that the cardio aspect, like I just feel stronger. I feel more resilient. I feel like I can push how far I can go more so before I hit that fatigue or hit overdoing it or having an injury. Have you experienced that at all with picking up one day of running again and doing your races?
0: I have. It feels good. I feel stronger. I don't run as far, but the running that I do, I feel good. It's not fatiguing me. I'm not having aches and pains. It's just the perfect balance with the strength training or the weight training that goes along with thyroid strong.
1: Yeah. Is there, I ask every woman this, was there something you really enjoyed about thyroid strong? And was there something you are like, I just hate this about thyroid strong? Because I think both, I think it's good to know
0: both aspects, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So I'll start with my favorite. So, honestly, Thyroid Strong for me, it's an all encompassing program. So, yes, it's heavy on the weight training and how do I learn to work out without burning out? But you also include elements of nutrition looking at the root causes, you offer support, you address the need for sleep. So that's really probably what drew me to it and has kept me engaged is that it is, it's just an all-encompassing program. What didn't you like about it? (laughs) Okay, so here's the social worker in me. I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. I would say what was an adjustment for me was the intensity of the program in the beginning, right? You go from working out six to seven days a week, whatever that looks like for somebody, to three or four days a week, and it starts slow and it builds. And so for me in the beginning, I thought, oh, how am I going to adjust to this? Am I going to start to see results? Well, my goodness, trust the process because yes, you do. <laughs> and you feel great as it builds. That was definitely an adjustment. And then cutting out the running for a while, recognizing. I've got to take a step back from this because it's not working for me. Those were the difficult pieces in the beginning. But again, trust the process and it worked out.
1: I'm curious because you talk about running fills your cup. Does it give you like the endorphin release or the stress relief? Maybe especially from an intense, an intense job. Is that the filling of the cup or what, what would you say?
0: It is. So I'm somebody who is blessed enough to experience the runner's high So it's in part that I like that feeling, And it also is a huge mental release for me. I went through a difficult season in late fall of 2021. My dad was diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer. And during that season, I took a step back because I knew the one thing I needed to do was run. And so I ran more than I'd been running for a while for a short period of time because I needed that. Yeah. I got through that and then I jumped right back to thyroid strong. So yeah. yeah, for me, it's filling my cup.
1: I love the runner's high too. I find it feels different when you're lifting weights. Like it's not like that runner's high when you're after running. It's this explosion. It's like the floodgates opened. Yes. But I feel like after a kettlebell workout, especially if you're like doing swings or something that's ballistic mm-hmm. that gets the heart rate up, it's different. It feels a little less intense, like a little less floodgatey, and Mm -hmm. a little more, at least for me, and I'd love to hear your opinion, like a little more like slow release, sustained, like a slow release Claritin. Like it's it's present, but it's not as intense as like the big runner's high rush.
0: Yes. I would agree with that a hundred percent. Yes.
1: So there's, that I strong, which is the course. And then there's the membership after, which is stay strong, which is a monthly membership. I very rarely talk about the bonuses and the extra information of bringing on experts to talk about root causes that contribute to the load of Hashimoto's. But it's part of the course. Have you found any specific pieces to really resonate with you as you've been, because you're a very methodical person. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to address this aspect. And now I'm going to address this aspect as it relates to root causes of Hashimoto's.
0: Yes. So it has definitely been a journey and the different pieces that are provided in that bonus material are so helpful. And it has been a while since I've listened to that. We're talking two years ago. You know, the information on, gosh, the toxins and the mold exposure and really taking a look at how does sleep impact everything the nutrition and making sure that you're hitting protein and those are just the ones that come to mind right now all has been beneficial and has impacted how i gone through this journey of mine so it's not like i made all of these changes all at once it was a slow process taking the bits and pieces and putting them all together over time
1: yeah 100% for the woman who's listening in who might be hesitant or even scared of lifting a weight. What would you encourage them? Cause your journey was very much a little more cardio heavy and then mm-hmm. going into lifting weight, which can be very intimidating. Like when did we ever learn to lift weights? What would you tell that woman or maybe tell Emily 2018?
0: <laughs> yes. So I would just encourage women to trust the process and trust who you have guiding you. Something I appreciate so much is you're coming from a place of personal experience with Hashimoto's and then you're taking all of this clinical expertise and those worlds are meshing for lack of better words. So if you are feeling scared, you are feeling hesitant, dig deep and just go for it. You will not regret it. I feel you'll regret staying in the same place.
1: That's great insight. If you were going to summarize your experience in Thyroid Strong, or even maybe how you felt in it or results you've gotten. What would you say in one word? I, mean, I was putting you on the spot. I would say
0: hope. Hopeful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Emily, thank you for sharing. Sometimes with an autoimmune condition, we can be so like introverted. We don't want to share. But thank you so much for sharing your journey.
0: Absolutely. I said it at the beginning and I will reiterate it again. It has been a game changer for me. I just can't say it enough. And I just can't thank you enough because I feel better today than I have felt in a really long time. Oh. Energy wise, weight wise, strength wise. Yeah.
1: Thank you, lady. So good to have you on.
0: Yeah, so good to visit with you. And thank you again so much for having me.
1: If you enjoyed this episode or even learned just one new piece of information to help you on your Hashimoto's journey, would you do me a huge favor? Rate and review Thyroid Strong Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you used to listen in to this podcast and share what you liked. Maybe you learned something new. And if you didn't like it, well, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Dr. Emily Kybird. I read and respond to every single DM. I truly believe all feedback is good feedback, even the ugly comments. If you're interested in joining the Thyroid Strong course, a home workout program using kettlebells and weights, where I teach you how to work out without the burnout, go to dremilykybird.com forward slash TS waitlist. You'll get all the, the most up-to-date information on when the course launches and goes live, special deals and early access bonuses for myself and my functional medicine doctor friends. Again, DrEmilyKyber.com forward slash TS waitlist. I hope to see you on the inside, ladies.